Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 45 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're just going to start with Diana at the Louvre, uh, uh, conservating, conserving a uh, sculpture here. Conservating. I don't know why I said it that way. Uh, I mean, hey, there's no rules on this thing, you know? I was going to, in my mind, I had it written down as conservation, like where she is. Like this room that we're in is like this conservation room that the set Mm -hmm. built. And so I had all these notes and I just kept thinking about conservation. So I accidentally said that wrong and i'm gonna keep rolling with it but anyways that's how it's gonna start here you know we uh last minute we ended on where it was the voiceover just a guy asking what did you do this evening diana don't say it nate and then the minute uh here just immediately picks up on the next shot which is you know wonder woman gal gadot diana prince uh taking care of this uh sculpture in front of us and we'll get more into that sculpture in a bit but the minutes are going to end uh, so it's kind of weird. This entire minute takes place in this conservation room, but the very last like five seconds takes place back in Star Labs where a detective of some sort is, uh, or a forensic scientist is taking photographs of the crime scene here at the Star mm-hmm. Labs. So that's how the minute ends, but we're not going to talk anything about Star Labs other than that. We're just going to be talking about the conservation room. Unless Nate, you have... Some no, it's on. pretty cool. This uh, conservation room scene is, uh, I mean, really, it's its 60 seconds because, I mean, you tag on the question at like the last second of, of yesterday's minute. And then yeah. that's pretty neat. You know, yeah. quick quick 60 second scene. Give you some, uh, it gives you an answer to what we just saw the past, you know, four episodes of the of the week with the sky torch hero beacon yeah um so that's pretty it's pretty neat that you can have like that call and response and then just like wrap it up just be like boom done got it move on yeah and it does Um, such a great job of uh you know containing all the things that we love uh, you know that we've learned about wonder woman in this movie and love about it which is like all you know everything that's happened with the amazons on themiscara Everything that happened with Wonder Woman at the Old Bailey, everything that's happened in Wonder Woman's two movies, 1984 and the first one. Coming to this scene here, it's just like we are seeing Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman, even though she's not in Day job, her. day job Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, day job Wonder Woman. It's, it's, it's the same thing as if you were to see uh, Clark Kent being a detective or, I mean, I say detective, but it's being a he's a reporter being a reporter you can't, i mean but he was doing detective things in batman v superman he was trying to he was trying to do but you know that's interesting it's interesting to but see but then Clark where's Kent. the line mark where's the line of investigative reporter and detective <laughs> where's I the guess line maybe they get like cool vigilante. oh yeah okay all right well that was the whole thing that's yeah. the whole shtick yeah absolutely it's just it's really cool there's a really cool wonder woman scene again it, it's nice that we have this because we didn't get to see this uh in 1984 because 1984 hadn't come out yet but then when 1984 did then we really got to see what it's like for wonder woman to find a situation within conserving these artifacts and curating them and then being like oh this spurs a whole adventure which you know is that that uh that stone from uh 1984 and so it's really cool to see this scene 
It's a beautiful what a great scene. concept. I mean, like straight up, you know, Indiana Jones got it good on that one, mm-hmm. and then now we get it with Wonder Woman, and just like it's more modern, modern, you know, day storytelling and modern, more modern of, of a movie. That's just fun, right? Yeah, and then on top of it, it just has like some of the best humor that the movie has, which is you know, and some of the best character. I mean, it's Wonder Woman. Yeah, but it, Wait, they na- they named the dog Indiana. The 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 charisma that Gal Gadot has as a person, and then you know her 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 ability to embody this character and, and make it so lovable, um, and not just this fierce warrior that Zack Snyder has created, but also give it that actual love that Wonder Woman is known for by a lot of people. And so when she says like, oh, me, nothing very interesting. Uh, and, she, you know, what can I say? I'm just not that interesting. Like, I'm, you know. But we just like saw what she did the past weekend. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. Which means, you know, you know she is a fierce warrior. She will be, she will do what needs to be done. But it's just like this. She's humble. Yeah. This humble, this uh like secret identity passiveness that that diane diana prince has it's it's so uh, where does she find the time it's such a good like charismatic uh, approach to the character it really makes you fall in love with the character and you have a nice laugh about it and the scene itself the whole mise-en-scene of it all like it just makes you comfortable with it and i have a few uh notes here from uh, uh, Michael Wilkinson. We've talked about him a bunch, but he's a costume designer uh, for for the DC Cinematic Universe, and he also designed, you know, what we call civilian civilian clothes. And so, uh, this was one of the first scenes that we saw in the very first Justice League trailer, like back in 2016 or 17. Um, and seeing Wonder Woman in this kind of white outfit and this white statue was always kind of like one of the best things that we got out of the trailer because it was the humor in the trailer as well, so it knew what we were getting into. Uh, it showed us color. Not everything was so dark and gritty as the criticism said it was, and there were some jokes in the movie, which is, was also criticisms of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Not that we agree with those criticisms, but this was one of those moments in the trailer that a lot of people were thinking, oh, Maybe the Wonder Woman, the movie, saved the DC Cinematic Universe, which is something that everyone says about every single installment of the DC Cinematic Universe. So uh, maybe it doesn't need saving. But anyways, I digress. Here's the quote from Michael Wilkinson as he talks about civilian clothes uh, in, uh, in the DC Cinematic Universe. He says um, that he loves this deeper meaning of creating these costumes uh, for the characters. And so he's, he really enjoyed the privilege of creating a more extensive wardrobe for Wonder Woman's alter ego, Diana Prince, who holds a day job as this very chic curator for the Department of Antiquities at the Louvre. Um, and he says, uh, people are always surprised that it gives me so much pleasure thinking about these characters, what we call their civilian clothes, as much as their superhero looks. I used a lot of rich brown to earth browns, deep reds, majestic blues, and lovely Grecian gold accents for Diana. Um, all her, all of her lines were very sophisticated. She has a different vibe than the other characters because she's European, and so she has that confidence, that fantastic sense of individual style that sets her apart. Um, and it was really w- great working with Gal. Uh, she obviously is a, pr- a pleasure to create costumes for, and she had a lot of smart ideas about making her character really leap off the screen. So being a model herself, I'm sure she had a lot of input on what looked good on her as well. And also what just makes Wonder Woman look 
as stylish as she does uh, in, in all her scenes when she's dressed up in civilian clothes. Cause we see it a lot in Dawn of justice as well. And man, does she look good in those scenes? Um, and it always seems to like, no matter what, no matter what she's wearing, it's always like, that's what, that's what Diana Prince would wear. Um, if she's in a civilian setting, um, he goes on to say, hopefully there's this subconscious connection between her and this beautiful classic sculpture that she's working on at the Louvre. Uh, she's in white. The statue is in white. It has this beautiful, lovely strength to it. Um, and, uh, if anyone's looking for these clothes that Gal Gadot has, they're all handmade by the uh, studio, so they're not for sale. They're one of a kind. I always like to create things from scratch for Gal because her character is so unique, and I didn't want anyone to feel like, um, you know, anyone could look like her. So she was more of a leader with her style. So yes, it was all custom uh, from head to toe. So it was really cool stuff there. The uh, statue that's here is a fake what it's not real not a real statue it's a fake that's from star trek uh or from batman v superman down of justice it's a fake but anyways okay you were doing the (laughs) batman thing no i yeah yeah. all right uh so the i i really tried i really struggled trying to find uh you know what this statue might be I, i was hoping that maybe it was a reference to another statue i think it might be but it's still a fake one um and that is because in the concept art book i was really trying to see and even here uh in that quote i just read michael wilkinson never refers to what the statue is actually called he just says it's a classic greek sculpture um okay and and that's it and then in the concept art book uh, I don't know if anyone's read the concept art book, but it is complete trash, and they don't mention anything that's worthwhile in that book, and it's very disappointing because at the time, uh, that's when they were redirecting the movie to be Josh Whedon's film, and so there's a lot in that concept art book that it just omits information uh, because it doesn't want to have that conversation. So I I did a lot of photo referencing with this statue. The closest I got to it, would be the Venus de Milo uh, statue, which is a Greek statue uh, that was sculpted during the Hellenistic period. Uh, it depicts the Greek goddess Aph- Aphrodite, which is the god of love and beauty. Uh, or if you know the Roman counterpart, which is Venus, um, this would be that statue. Now, the biggest difference between these statues is the clothing. Um, the Venus statue her toga is down on her hips so she's completely bare breasted up uh, up above and so this one she's actually covered so i don't know if they went with that because of mpc yeah mpaa rating um they might have done that so they were like well we want the statue of venus but we got to cover those girls up so uh, it's uh, this could be why it's a fake statue, but it does look pretty similar. It has no arms because you know Greek statues are uh, typically known to have no arms attached to them. Uh, it also looks really too nice for a ancient ancient Greek statue. It should be more. No, hang on, more this weathered. is. But this is Diana Prince restoring this thing here. That could be another thing that this statue exists because Diana exists in this universe. It's an alternate timeline. It's her. Maybe it's her. You think this is Diana? No. Or you think it? I mean, it it's could, just making a joke. It could be. So I, I, the, the hairstyle and the face, and even the, just the, 
posture of nah. of the statue. It, it it is a lot like the Aphrodite statue. There were some other statues that I thought might be similar, which would be the uh, the three graces, but this is only one, and so there would have to be two others elsewhere. But they all I haven't have found them yet. It, they yeah it, those I mean but those are also naked um, most of the time. Hey-o. So. But uh, the Venus de Milo statue is at the Louvre, so it is possible that this is a reference to that exact statue, uh, which is really neat. So it is kind of cool because you see her working with a Greek god, and you know she is, she would be uh, related to Aphrodite in some way. So it's kind of kind of cool to think about. Uh, besides that, I tried looking at the other ones. It it does seem pretty uh, much like everything in here is fake and just created to look like other things there was another poster in the room that said like evaluate the past in french um and it had like a canopic jar i thought that was cool um but yeah that's all that's all i had about the set joe i kind of hope um other people take a look i know we talk about other people who do more like analytical uh dc podcasts and i'm sure someone will try to take a crack at some of the deeper themes on this one but uh here at DC Cinematic Minute, we just kind of at least try to tackle a little bit about it. We try to tackle a little bit. Yeah, and we've talked a lot about, um, you know, the, uh, the just the great imagery and avenue for storytelling um, mm-hmm. that there is to have Wonder Woman as a uh, antiquities um, re- restoration yeah. uh, person. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it's just like, again, here we go. We get more Wonder Woman here. This is just chalk it up to the list add it on another uh tick for uh how much more wonder woman scenes there are in this entire universe than anybody else yeah and it's just it's great it's awesome Um, (laughs) it's so cool it was pretty cool seeing this in uh 2017 and then Mm -hmm. you know we were seeing i guess i guess they're promotional photos or just like stills or something um hey hey maybe even it was a trailer but Let's yeah. not think about it, but uh, but yeah, it's it's just great to see that they're just sticking to that that line of of work that she's in. I mean, it's the same as having Clark as a as a reporter, like you were saying. Um, but this kind of just gives it more uh, a little bit more of a backbone and backbone and and more ways to just like imagine more things, like like how we were saying. Um, hey, maybe she like knows. She, maybe she has a particular connection to like a grecian monuments or a grecian statues and stuff maybe there's like particular parts of uh you know some towns or whatever that she's like yes we're restoring this because it was lost to whatever and i'm doing my best to try to keep you know you think that memory there you think she has to scrub some of her accolades off her resume i mean to, to work at the louvre after working in in you know 1984 and having to be like Oh yeah, this is uh, you know I have some re- like she can only pull up a resume f- back so far. She can't be like, oh, I've been working in antiquities for a hundred years. She'd have to like shorten the resume a bit and take a few things yeah. off. Not mention that one job in uh, Detroit or whatever. I'm making that up, but you know. Yeah, but like I'm sure if I'm sure she could at least go back to 1984 and people would be like, yeah, okay, you're. You're good. Yeah. Just, you know? Like, oh, you haven't cool. aged today. And she goes, yeah. yeah and one of those things be like skincare, baby. Yeah. Anti aging cream. You've got to try it. 
Mm-hmm. Reverse aging. Uh, the guy who is here who's uh, asking, like, oh, what did you do this evening, Diana? Uh, he has a cane. And I, I don't know why that fascinated me, but I wrote that down because he obviously isn't using it as if he's uh, impaired. Uh, he just seems to have a cane. Yeah, like kind of like people that walk around with capes or something. Yeah, like as if he's part of the the 1820s or something. Like, like what, he's part of the 1820s. Yeah. Like what's going on here? <laughs> why? Did, why? At what point in my life am I allowed to carry a cane? Does the cane have like a little tiny blade that you can use like a, a letter opener in it maybe? Because those are going out of style. Who's getting mail these days? <laughs> Who's opening letters with a letter or, uh, opener? Or hey, I here's be? an idea. Check it out. Sometimes I great think idea. I should have a letter opener because I'm using my hand and I'm like, Mark, just Use get a letter opener. Get a butter knife. What's wrong with just, you? I just get scissors and I kind of hold one blade and I try to my best to letter opener. I do that. That's how I make little curlies on on uh, like ribbons. Oh, yeah, for like Christmas presents, yeah. Or birthday presents. I just keep it in or, the Amazon know, hey, box and I of- hand them the Amazon box and I go, Merry Christmas. If make sure if it's to, Christmas. Make sure to throw away the barcode because I don't want that in the trash. But yeah, no, the the cane. At what point? So here, check it out. I have an idea. Okay. So you you get a pass if you have a decorative cane that you mm-hmm. just walk around with all 1920s style. Yeah, I got the Lucius if, Malfoy cane. If. Good if. reference. Good. Well, his is practical. He has got the wand in it. It's got anyway, the wand so in much it. like that. If that same thing, instead of like wand or knife or letter opener or whatever, that little top pops off of, pops off. It's got your you credit card. As, no. your, uh, as your like gear shifter, your stick shift. Oh. That's it. That's and it. that way and no one like, can steal your car. Anti- th- there you go. No one could steal it's, your car because you're That's your how you get a pass with these things. Is in your cane. Mm-hmm. 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 Furiosa. Furiosa. Well, hers was like she could take the stick out off and it was a knife. And it could also be a knife. You got a three in one. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash. Cane, gear shifter. I'm using the wrong term for it, I bet. Prindle and a knife. Prindle. Do other people call it the Prindle or is that just from Brenda's song? It's just a millennial thing, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that, that could work, Nate. That would be really cool. Maybe his is also a brush. Maybe he could be using it. There you go. He's in antiquities. He's got to use the brush. Or uh, or maybe he's just some like fancy one percenter guy that just walks around with a cane and like pokes at things all like... Mur, 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 Ma- mur. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe she's curating these things for him and he's like, yes, take care of my Yeah, my and he comes collection. up all chauvinistic style and goes, yeah. you the spot and she... Bam! Punches him. Knuckle yeah. sandwich. And he's like, get these ready the for the uh, antiquities gala. I need to show people uh-huh. the sword of Alexander. And she goes, uh-huh. Yeah, clean up on aisle three. Yeah. Bam! And she knocks him out. <laughs> I'd like to see that. But yeah, what what does it take to get a cane? Let me know, uh, whoever's listening. What do you, if, you, if you have uh, a cane. A doctor's note, probably. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's a medical supply store literally right up the street. You can go in there, and if you have a doctor's, they'd be like, hey, my doctor prescribed this. Like, okay, you get a discount. I've had to do it once. Not for me. Yeah. For another person. For for I was, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, so then this is where we get the other guy who says, uh, uh, first Tomb Raiders and now Austin. 
Uh, this is where we get the French guy who's talking. Uh, he's he leads the suspense here. We at first mm-hmm. we we as the audience were going, oh, what the heck's going on here? What is he yelling about? Tomb yeah. Raiders. Well, I played the game. The the Tomb Raider. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Titular. Tomb I saw Raider. the movie. Daniel Craig. Uh, the fur the Angelina Jolie one or uh-huh. the Alicia Vikander one. Because I I like the Alicia Vikander one. It wasn't the best, Didn't but see you that know one. it was it was good. I I thought it was a uh, a really good movie. A really, Didn't really good it. movie. And I kind of wish there was a sequel to it because I think it suffers from what a lot of reboots suffer from, which is like having to re-explain things when it should just jump right back into, like, everyone knows what Tomb Raider is. Let's just get into it. Anyways, I digress. We're here to talk about not Tomb Raiders, but Austin. And so what's going on here at the Shrine of the Amazons at the Isle of Creedy is uh, that he leads to suspense to what is shown off screen and this is why we get uh that magnificent turn uh to the camera that gal gadot does uh as then we then now see what's going on at the shrine at the amazons and this is where we see the arrow of artemis that's burning in it um i did some research on the isle of creedy there is no shrine of amazons i think this is another fake shrine uh, because most of the archaeological sites for uh, the Isle of Creedy is is pretty barren. It's pretty. It's 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 not as preserved as it should be. Which again could be because Wonder Woman exists in this universe that these things are preserved over the last hundred years. You're saying Creedy is it Crete? It's uh, the way that I'm reading it is Creedy, like K R I T I. I've never heard. I've never heard anybody like pronounce it in the native tongue but i was always under the impression that it was crete it looks like crete if i said it like an american okay maybe that's my hey 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 you know egg on my face right uh i am looking at uh the croissant huh what's the other one in the modern uh phonetic spelling it would be k r accent i T I regular I, uh, so it would be Kriti. Okay. So all right. Well, uh, uh, crepe. Yeah, you know? close enough. You know, uh, crepe, Kriti. It's, it's it's very common to get those two mixed what are up. The words I can mispronounce. Yes, but uh, if you have words I can mispronounce, send them on over. <laughs> we're we're trying to mispronounce as many words as we can in in each individual minute. Uh, yeah, the Isle of Kriti. This, uh, this is a fake shrine. I couldn't find anything that looked like it. I did find an Athenian shrine uh, on the Isle of Crete, but it's a little bit different. It looks similar. It has four main pillars in front, like the Shrine of the Amazons does. It even has the the center, like, foyer, where the arrow hits into the ground, and it does that little spark. The Athenian shrine does have that as well. So it looks just like it. That could be the basis for this shrine, much like the Venus de Milo was the basis for this Aphrodite statue. Uh, but that's all an inference that I can make with it. Uh, simply that's pretty good inference. Eh, do the best I can. Uh, we got to give the internet what they want. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It does look exactly like that uh, uh, shrine, just a little bit, but it is pretty small. And it, you know, when we see uh, Gal Gadot, like act, or Diana Prince rather, 
at the steps of the shrine of the Amazons, it does sort of look like uh, the uh, Athenian treasury is what is what this uh, thing is called. So if anyone's looking for it, uh, you can look up the Athenian treasury at Delphi or the treasury of a- a- Athens uh, and go from there. Um, um, so check this out. We do get another, I think, pale horse in this minute. Do we really? Yeah, if you uh, look when Diana is uh, taking the uh, taking the brush to the statue, right there. Pause it. <laughs> there's a there's a rack behind her that like has some artifacts, ah. and there's another person working on the table. I can't really tell what the person working on the table has, but there's a horse on that top shelf. I don't know what the guy's working on either. It looks like he's measuring something. But yes, there is a pale horse, right behind her. Nice catch, Nate. Nice catch, Nate. That's what they didn't say to me when I played baseball. Yeah. I ever tell you I ran, like, full force into a tree? Like, just, bam. Like, knocked the wind out of me and everything. Like, I went to, ran to the bathroom and cried. I, uh, when I was a kid, I was walking uh, with a group, with my class group, and we were mm-hmm. on a field trip, and I thought it would be really cool to just close my eyes and see if I could walk blind for a few minutes, and I ran right into a street pole and busted my mm. nose, and it just immediately started bleeding. And uh, you know, I had one of those moments as well in my life. So, Man. Uh, do not walk with your eyes closed, children. It is a very bad idea. I do not recommend it. You will not have a good time. Uh, yeah, I noticed this is more funny when this didn't happen to me or anybody. I was in kindergarten, and in like the kindergarten wing, there was like this really gross, just like pond, you know, because it was like open kind of atrium ish mm-hmm. area. Um, and there was a time where that pond got just like covered in uh, like algae, so it just looked like green. And this one kid was late to class, and he was running. And he went to go run across the thing, and he jumped over the little bushes, and went to go think like that's grass, right into gross water pond. Yeah, <laughs> like a kindergartner. It's <laughs> a nightmare. That's a <laughs> simulation failed him in that moment. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> It was awful. That is awful. Everybody saw it too, and it was the worst. Yeah, that's it's bad news bears for him. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Do I have anything else? Did I run through all my notes already? Uh, I think so. Nate, do you have anything? I'm so sorry. Did, uh, no, it's fine. I was still trying to just analyze background uh, artifacts to see if there was any uh, special things. But you know what? Don't think, uh, don't think I can really find anything. And and hey, that's that's okay. You know, we got the pale horse. That's good enough for me. I uh, yeah, I didn't um, even think about that. I was thinking about like things that like in one past Wonder Woman comic books that she would be like, oh yeah, we're working on it. Like I don't know. I was I, I was looking at other computer. things in there. Like I see on the computer, they do have a hand that's being scanned. It could be that that broken hand is one of the hands of the Aphrodite statue that's here. Again, I'm just assuming it's the statue of Aphrodite slash Venus, if you want to go with the Roman uh, name. And so, you know, just a lot of cool, neat things. I'm glad you caught the pale horse. So, you know, we'll get more into what's going to go on with Wonder Woman and the Shrine of the Amazons when we get to it. Uh, But for now, let's just go ahead and wrap up. So... Uh, if you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. And we'll catch you guys on Monday for minute number 46 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.